Hello, Wentzville Fire friends. Welcome to another edition of Hot Topics. I'm Fire Chief John Schneider. I'm Assistant Chief John Ledoux. And we are excited to have a special guest with us today, Jason Law, the mayor of Lake St. Louis. Welcome, Mayor. How are you? I'm doing very good today, John. How are you doing? We're doing great. Uh, happy summer. Just wanted to move into July, and we're getting quickly through June, and we wanted to uh, reach out to our friend over at Lake St. Louis and find out what's going on with your city. So we'll uh, we'll get after it, and then we'll finish as we always do with a good safety tip at the end and get your thoughts on that. We've had a great relationship over the years. I know you and I worked together in North St. Louis County, a uh, longtime police officer. Let's touch on your law enforcement background. Yeah, I've known you for quite some time there, Chief. So I'm excited to be here and thanks for having me. We won't tell them that, that I taught you how to throw a baseball, will we? <laughs> That's how long we go back, but go ahead, Mayor. I'm a St. Louis County policeman. I've been a policeman for 25 years and I'm currently a Lieutenant Colonel uh, in charge of the Division of Special Operations. Um, that division is in charge of flight ops, your helicopter program, your SWAT teams, uh, highway safety, commercial motor vehicle, and your special response unit along with the transit police. That's impressive. I like to hear that. I'm sure the people in Lake St. Louis feel safe knowing that their mayor has all those credentials. You know, uh, Lake St. Louis is a great place to live. I ran on making the community safe because without a safe community, you can't build business, you can't have safe schools. So in my two years of mayor, I've hired 30% more police officers and put them on the streets. I've wow. invested in technologies uh, that assist the police and as a force multiplier. And by doing those, we've dropped the crime stats by 40% in several categories. Wow. wow, that's awesome. You know, talk a little bit about public safety and how uh, you interact with, with John and I and our, our, our interactions with the fire district. For those that may not know, we cover about 50% of Lake St. Louis as far as the city goes. Uh, touch on that and how we, we work. Uh, D. Giuseppe, the chief of police, is a great guy. Uh, we work with him a lot. And talk about public safety and what's important to you between the agencies. Having that collaboration between just not the police departments that we do, but having collaboration with all the first responders makes it a safer community. For instance, we have several uh, interactions with the Wentzville fire on accident scenes and fire scenes and medical scenes. So if you don't have those clear lines of communication, you're not providing the best service for your community. That That's a great point. We do have a lot of interstate together that we run uh, 64 and 70. So it is important that that we get together and communicate. Talk about communicating to your to your citizens. How do you, as the mayor, uh, communicate? How do you, uh, you know, recruit people to get involved in in their city and in their government, their local level government? That's a great question. Um, just being part of the community is the first thing. Being out there, talking with the citizens, seeing what's going on, their issues is the first thing. We do social media. We're very active on social media, and then we're going to come out with a newsletter starting in the next month or two where we're going to do a quarterly newsletter letting the citizens know what we're doing in the community. Do you uh, do you find, when I started my career in, in the fire service, it was down in, in your guys' uh, uh, district, and um, I noticed, you, you know, like where, where I was at House 4, Winslow House 4, is the all, I will call it the new side, the south side. Yeah. Do you, do you find a difference between 
how you have to communicate with, and I don't want to call it the older side of the town, but the, but the lake side of the town versus uh, the newer side of the town where, you know, those seem like a lot of people that have transplanted here and maybe the lake is, is uh, the older older part of the community. Is, do, you, do you find any differences in different wards and having to deal in that city? Yeah, well, the big difference is, is the original boundaries of Lake St. Louis is part of the city that can use the lake and have access to the lake by paying a homeowners association fee. The south side of Lake St. Louis is not a part of that. And the homeowners association and the city are two different entities. And communicating that as much as I can to the south side of 40 is very important. Those are good points. Um, so how, how is the city with all the massive growth on, on the other side of 64, the Deerbergs, that's a beautiful store, um, all of those retail shops, the police department's expanding the physical building, correct? Can yes. you talk about that a little bit? We're, we're using our ARPA funds. Uh, in a very um, future-looking growth pattern and expanding our building so the police department can expand as the city expands. And so when I ran, I ran on responsible growth. So I put in place in a moratorium on multifamily because we had several of them. And then a moratorium gave us the chance to change some zoning so that we could require a special use permit on any multifamily levels over 75 units. So that gives us the ability to talk with the fire department, talk to the schools, and before we approve any more large settlements, that we make sure that we have the proper resources in place so we can respond to the citizens. Those are great points. I mean, growth is good, but it it needs to be managed and and carefully thought out. You, we talked about you're going to expand the, the police station. Do you, do you remember or recall when the last time they had a big, big expansion over there? That building has not been expanded since it was built, and I think it's roughly 25 years old. That's what I was thinking, too. It's always seemed like it's been that same building. Yes, sir. So we were in the 1000 building on Lake St. Louis Boulevard, yeah. and then we did our first um, new building approximately 25 years ago, and it was a bonding issue. And uh, we paid off those bonds recently, which allowed us to give a 47% tax break to our citizens. Awesome. That's awesome. What, what, what priorities are you looking at for the next three to five years with, with Lake St. Louis? So, again, it, it'll start with safety. Uh, my goal is to collaborate with all the city uh, mayors, uh, St. Charles County Executive Steve Elman, along with the fire chiefs, and make sure that just because there's not a problem in our backyard doesn't mean that there's a wider problem. So we need to think of crime and first responding as a regional issue mm-hmm. and be collaborative as we can so we can you know, stop some of this crime going you on. You guys have participated in the uh, auto task force, the stolen auto task force, correct? I, yes. I don't know the the technical name of that group, but you, all of your agencies were working together. As a matter of fact, you had some in, in, officers get injured, uh, unfortunately. You want to talk about that and the, the support they received? Our regional task force works with all of our local police departments along with police departments on the other side of the river in St. Louis County. And by doing so, it allows us to stop that crime flow from either St. Charles County to St. Louis County or St. Louis County to St. Charles County. And by doing that, one of the evenings, three of our officers were injured in a uh, suspect that was impaired, striking a vehicle, injuring three of our officers severely, along with one of our canine units. Wow. Um, those officers are on the road to recovery, um, but they still need a lot of help. And what was amazing was the backstoppers. The backstoppers came the next morning. 
to the hospital where all three officers were at and made sure that they had financial assistance along with personal well-being. Well, and I know you sit on a backstoppers committee with both John and I, and I appreciate your efforts there because uh, it takes all of us. If we're not going to do part of the heavy lifting, I don't know who will. So thank you for that, and thank you for your support. And we're really glad to hear that they are moving in a positive direction. So please share our thoughts with them. I know we we talk to the police chief on a regular basis through those few days, and uh, glad to hear that improvement. You touched a little bit about how the PD works together. What do you do? You, do you have any other interactions with the other mayors, the cities? Uh, are there things that you guys collaborate on, or or joint purchasing, or joint efforts to try to to make? Uh, I know we pride ourselves in our area with with um, strong fiscal governments and, and accountable actions. Uh, are there things that you guys collaborate on, or? or meet with on a regular basis in addition to that is maybe like uh economic development stuff maybe a more regional approach or or how does any of that work? so there is an economic development team throughout st charles county uh the mayors and along with mr elman county executive we get together monthly to discuss economic development and what's going on in our cities and if there is anything we can collaborate on. I also was able, I have a strong background in law enforcement, so I brought them to the St. Louis Gateway Strike Force, which is one of the 19 in the country. There's only 19 and then they're federally funded. And it's by bringing agencies together to go after violent crime. And the mayors jumped on board, county executive jumped on board, and now we're working across the river on a regular basis to combat crime. That's awesome. We love hearing that. Uh, on the fire side, we, you know, fire and EMS work seamlessly every day. There are really no boundaries because none of us have enough resources to take care of our people on our own. So we, we use a lot of mutual aid, a lot of collaboration. You mentioned the school districts, you know, we're, we're meeting with them on a regular basis. So that's, that's good to hear. Uh, they should be proud to have you. Before we get into our safety topic, what what other things, what, what is something that the, the citizens don't know about mayor law? You know, talk about your family, and, and I know they're very active in the city, and you see them out and about, and your beautiful wife. Uh, talk, talk about them and, and what you guys like to do personally. You know, the mayor takes up some time, and I'm a f- you know, full-time police officer. So having a wife that helps me so much is something that's fantastic to have. She supports me 100%, and we have a 6, 8, and 11-year-old kid all in sports. I help wow. coach, so uh, our weekends are usually taken up by sports. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we enjoy to get out on the lake. We enjoy being in Old Town Lake St. Louis, New Town Lake St. Louis. It's just a great place to live. It's like a little village and a community that everybody gets along. So sure. it's just, How long have you been a resident? I moved to Lake St. Louis in 2008. Oh, wow. So you've seen a lot of change. Yes, quite a bit. And it's, that, that south side was nothing but cornfields it, about it, then. Very, yes, it was. <laughs> um, I, I see future expansion in that area. Lake St. Louis does not have a ton of land. We're kind of landlocked by Wentzville along with O'Fallon. But, you know, we should build out the next 10 years to where will be fully grown. Mm-hmm. Um, I do see more expansion in Wentzville westward, yeah. which is hopefully responsible mm-hmm. in their growth patterns. Well, you mentioned that you lived there since 2008, but you also served on the board as a board of aldermen for a while, right? Yes, sir. From 2014 to 2021, okay. I sat on the board of aldermen, and then I've been mayor the last two years. 
Yeah, well, it's been great working with you. I thank you for your time. We're going to move into fireworks. Let's let's talk about that a little bit. So I know, as as we mentioned about the munis uh, working together uh, with the fire departments, you know, we talked about how do we control the fireworks and make them as safe as possible for everyone. And a few years back, a few of the municipalities relaxed their their uh, restrictions during the 4th of July holiday. Can you talk about the times and, and the hours? Uh, I believe it's July 3rd and 4th. Is that yes. correct? It's July 3rd and 4th till, I believe, 11 p.m. You can light off fireworks. And, and the reason we did that was we were having a ton of fireworks going off for the entire week and sometimes more right. more than that yeah. which what that did was drained our resources for other types of violent crime or other matters right, so you're getting cases. a ton of 911 calls correct like, and we would get the same thing so and you know doing that it really cut down on the other times and we could focus on those times now th that those times seem very similar to the to the other municipalities was that a uh, something you guys got together and decided on or is that just kind of i i think when we did it we talked to other city administrators um, my city administrator george he does a great job uh they they get together quite often as well and I think they discussed that. And, and after doing the pilot program, we saw that, yeah, people were actually listening to our ordinances. Mm -hmm. And it allowed us to enforce the ordinance outside of those times. Absolutely. And it, and it makes sense to kind of everybody be on the same. I agree. You know, same, same page. So It's July 3rd and 4th uh, from noon to 1030. Okay. So, yeah, by 11, it should be quiet time. And hopefully uh, folks abide by that. And, and uh you know, we did see a number of calls get reduced, so we were happy that, you know, we can consolidate, we can work with people. You know, the fire chiefs talked about it, and, you know, as, as long as we're doing uh, what we need to do to protect our homes and our neighbors, um, you know, there's a couple things with that that I'd, that I'd like to elaborate on. You know, for, for spent fireworks, uh, you know, we ask that people wet them down, place them in a metal trash can, don't put them in your rolling dumpster and roll it into your garage because we've had those calls and they are not pretty. Those things that they think are extinguished can stay hot for a, lo a long, long time. For the duds, we ask that, that they don't relight them, wait 20 minutes, soak them in a bucket of water, do not dispose of the fireworks in any kind of combustible container or put near any uh, combustible type of building materials. And that, that includes a lot of times we'll see people wheel those things or, or pull their trash can up against the side of the garage. You know, leave them, leave them several feet away from um, the, the garage out in the middle of the driveway, and you can always pull it up the next day after you hose hose those things down so it's a lot of the same common sense things we've talked about in the past about proper disposal of of uh of fire stuff uh you know we talked before about barbecue pits and cleaning out ash and those things and not putting them inside and um i, I can remember a couple of fire calls that we've had in the past not, not too long ago where uh the the residents did exactly what they were supposed to do wetted down the the fireworks but they happened to leave it in the corner up against the garage and they went up to the neighbors and came back and found their fire or found their house on fire. So I, I would just make sure you keep keep track of what's going on and pull that stuff away from the house and just don't get in a big rush to to, to put it in a trash can or anything like that. So 
No, I agree, John. I couldn't agree more. Uh, Mayor, thank you for your time. Uh, we appreciate it. We know you're busy, and you obviously wear several hats in the community, and, and we're, we're proud to have you. I know your residents are proud to have you, and, and again, thank you for all your cooperation with us. Thank you so much for having me. It was, uh, it was a pleasure to be here. That's Thanks. great. Appreciate that. By following these fireworks safety guidelines, you can ensure a spectacular and incident-free summer here in the fire district. Remember, safety should always be a top priority when handling fireworks. Stay informed about the local re regulations. Clean up after your celebrations and be a responsible member of your community. Let's celebrate the season safely and make lasting memories together. Wentzville Fire, because we care. That's a wrap. <laughs>